Welcome to the Taking the Lead podcast, where we empower people to be unstoppable. I'm Christina Hepner with my co-hosts, Leslie Hoskins and Timothy Cunio. So what's new, guys? Oh my gosh, we have been so busy, which is exciting. There's always so many things going on, but uh, I feel like recently I've really been doing a lot with our virtual learning resources page. Um, So that's kind of like a place where we have different content for a lot of different audiences. So if anybody's interested in kind of learning about some specific topics at LeaderDog, you can check it out. It's leaderdog.org under the resources tab, and it's called virtual learning. And there you're going to find a couple different categories. So we have information for potential clients. If you're interested in coming to LeaderDog for a program or services, we have client testimonials, of which Timothy is a part of. We also have some guide dog readiness videos. There's a really good video on kind of like, when do I know if I should start using a white cane? You know, that's a call we get a lot of times. There's a really good video on there. Additionally, there's a category for our graduates. So those who have attended and kind of... um, done one of the leader dog programs. There's some really nice resources there. We have a category for our family and friends that support network of like frequently asked questions. We have family testimonials on there of, you know, loved ones who have come into training and how the family felt about it. Kind of when to help somebody after they've returned home from training. You never know when to jump in, when not to. And then lastly, of course, we also have some resources for our other professionals in the field. So if they're seeking continuing education credits through ACVRP, there's some good stuff. So I've just been adding new content. Our team has been <laughs> wonderful like at developing new stuff. There's, I think we'll never run out of topics to yeah. add there. And then on top of it, we've been holding these monthly collaboration events. And I think they're kind of like our biggest kept secret. So once a month, it's like a live webinar And we partner with other organizations within the blindness and low vision field and learn about what else they have going on. So as we know, LeaderDog is one piece of the puzzle. We really focus on mobility, but there's so many other aspects to rehab that people can benefit from or technology, product services, all sorts of things. So we've partnered with American Printing House, Hadley Institute for the Blind, Perkins um, computers for the blind. We just partnered with the Chicago Lighthouse for the blind and learned a whole bunch about just low vision services in general and how to find them in your area. So I'm telling you, as a profession in this field for, oh my gosh, eight years now, um, I have learned something every single month. And it's been so fun to kind of share these additional resources with clients and other professionals in the field. So yeah. that's my plug for today. That's what I'm <laughs> up to is that I'm just adding new stuff to that. So please check it out because it's all really, really exciting stuff. Yeah. Leslie, you are up to a lot, (laughs) it sounds like. And um, those events also, we put them out on our Facebook and LinkedIn. So professionals, if you're looking for those events once a month, you can find them on our LinkedIn or our Facebook page. So that's also an easy way to find it as well. And if you want to join us. So I'm always looking for new organizations or resources to share because it's a win-win, right? We get an opportunity to share about LeaderDog with their audience and and people, and then they get an opportunity to share with our clients and our, you know, agency contacts about what they have going on because we're all in this together. And that's one of the coolest things about this field that I learned when I joined is we're all working for the same mission. So yes, of course, there's a little bit of competitiveness here and there, but really (laughs) we just want people to be served and, and travel independently and get out there and do all these things. So I absolutely love making connections and meeting other agencies and professionals. And it's just, it's just really cool. And I'm really excited about it. So I'm happy to share. Yeah. So if you're listening, give Leslie a call. Please call me. (laughs) 
doing. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. But today we are here to continue celebrating Leader Dogs for the Blinds 20 years of orientation and mobility, which is again that white cane training. So our guest today has been part of the Leader Dog family for 24 years and is a huge part of the OM program's success. Yes, Erica Erke is a certified orientation and mobility specialist and the manager of the extended services team. Erica is responsible for not only the O&M program, but summer experience camp both in person and virtual, Tom Talks, and all the accessible technology such as a GPS. And it's safe to say that Erica is involved in all aspects of Leader Dog, but also within the O&M field. Erica has presented at numerous professional conferences, was the president of the Michigan Professional Organization, and has been involved in many projects within the field, including helping design the certification exam to become a comms, which is super cool. Hello, Erica, and welcome to the podcast. Can you tell us what brought you to Leader Dog, how you got involved with them? Thanks all for having me. Um, I got involved at Leader Dog really just by chance. I was dating my now husband, and his mom happened to be uh, working at Leader Dog. I had a summer camp job lined up, um, and it just hadn't started yet because it started after, you know, traditional school got out, and I was a college student, so I had like three weeks of limbo, and my dad's like, Erica, you got to get a job. And I'm like, I have a job. <laughs> Just, I have a little break before I start that job. So I said to my now mother-in-law, Pam, I need something to do to get my dad off my back. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, well, I need some part-time help in the residence. Uh, and we called it the dorm at the time. I need some part-time help in the dorm doing some housekeeping stuff. You could probably continue to do that job when you go back to to college in the fall by coming home on some weekends and stuff like that. I was like, I'll take it. And here I am 24 years later <laughs> in know, a very wow. different role. Yeah. <laughs> Started in some housekeeping, helping our clients, um, at that time, my uh, job my job title was house mom. Now they're known as resident service assistants or resident assistants. And everybody loves our RAs, and that role has grown so much. Um, but it really started out from, you know, like us being the moms and helping people out with anything they needed while they were staying with us at Leader Dog. Again, I thought that that job was going to just be part-time. And I saw the organization really start to evolve in a short amount of time. At the, When I first joined, we were still in, you know, had the extension of the farmhouse. It, the property looked very different. And then we were building our, our new residence. And programs started to change a little bit. And here came orientation and mobility. And I was like, what's that? And at the same time, I was finishing my teaching degree and student teaching, but still working part-time at Leader Dog because I loved being there. And I was like, as I was looking for a teaching job, is teaching really for me? And I, our grad students from Western Michigan University had come in to be a part of our O&M program for a week. And I started asking them a ton of questions. Tell me about what you guys are learning about, what you're doing with the clients. 
See, you're not working with dogs and we're leader dogs. And uh, really found like a niche. I knew that I wanted to continue to work at leader dog. It was hard, like something just kept me staying there. Um, and I, I, it, the light bulb went off. That's, that's what I want to do. And I think that's how so many of our team members have gotten involved in Leader Dog, our family members or knowing somebody who's come to Leader Dog. But when we say the Leader Dog family, I mean, we really mean the Leader Dog family. And that is across the board as team members, as clients, as volunteers, as donors. Like once you're involved, you are part of the family. And we say that all the time and we truly mean it. And that is felt throughout the organization. So I totally understand. I felt the same way when I got here is just kind of like, I want to be a part of this. I never want to leave. Um, it's just such a wonderful organization. So, so uh, you uh, kind of switched gears in your in your profession, right? You got super interested at Leader Dog, the ONMs. Can you tell us um, how does somebody become a certified orientation and mobility specialist? Which again is somebody who teaches those white cane skills. Sure. So most of the time, it's through university training through a master's degree program. And once somebody completes their master's degree program, they um, become certified by taking an international exam, if you will. Um, that international exam gives you like that stamp of official approval that you are a certified orientation and mobility specialist and that you're committed to the scope of practice, the code of ethics, and continuing education because our field continues to evolve and it's really important to be on your toes and knowing what's going on, not only with using a white cane and how our clientele is changing, but also how the environment and the traffic landscape is changing. And so I also am a certified orientation mobility specialist and started my career with Erica um, at Leader Dog as an intern and then was fortunate enough to join the team. Um, so Erica and I know each other very well and I'm very appreciative to all the help throughout my career that Erica has provided me. Um, but I always think it's so funny, like even my close family and friends don't understand what we do as an orientation mobility specialist. So can you walk us through like a week, like what does your team do? Yeah, our team is really involved in building rapport with a client and getting to know them on an individual to meet their independent travel goals. So that's taking them from where they're at, whether they've never had a cane, a white cane before, and teaching them how to use a human guide to crossing streets, to planning routes. It's meeting them where they're at and helping them to increase those independent travel goals to where they can take it to, to reach their potential, whether that be a guide dog in the future or an independent traveler using a cane. Yeah, I personally have gotten to um, shadow your team and see what you guys do, which blows my mind. It's amazing. And I was able to even do my own blindfold, blindfold walk with your team and I think even what our clients are able to learn is amazing because let me tell you, I ran into the grass. I did not know where I was going. So to be able to, I mean, your team, to be able to teach what they do and our clients leave confident that they can get around 
is amazing. I mean, I only was with them for a short amount of time when I was doing that blindfold walk. But if I was there for a week, I mean, I, I know your team would be able to get me to where I needed to be if I needed that. So I think it's amazing. Um, but a lot of people don't know as well as when they think leader dogs for the blind, they think guide dogs. So they don't know we have this whole other avenue. And there's so many programs that you guys run by yourself. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about the different types of things that you um, run within the orientation and mobility program? Sure. So, Christina, you're spot on. Our O&M program is Leader Dog's Best Kept Secret. Uh, you know, while we've served a lot of people, almost 1,100 clients in the last 20 years, there's a lot more out there that we want to reach, we want to touch. Um, so we do that, of course, through orientation and mobility training, or O&M, but we've, our team has also branched out a little bit to include summer experience camp. camp. So I, in my intro, I, I shared that, you know, I kind of came from a camp background and a teaching background. So um, my former, my, my first manager in, in my role at Leader Dog as an O&M instructor saw that camp uh, person in me, and he had a bit of a camp vibe um, and loved his experiences as a child and was like, we've got to, we've got to figure out how we can do that at Leader Dog. That's how we're going to get people in the door. And once we get them in the door, then they become lifelong partners with us. Um, so summer experience camp, uh, and, uh, out of grown out of the pandemic, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we've a good way had to put it. <laughs> some awesome opportunities to think outside of the box. Um, we were really disheartened in March of 2020, you know, when we thought it was only going to be a two week <laughs> shutdown, our applications for summer camp are usually due um, around the first part of April. And when we weren't opening back up, we kept pushing the application deadline a little bit further and decisions a little bit further. And then finally, we had to make that tough decision to not have camp. And we were all pretty brokenhearted because we put so much time and effort and energy and we reserve that for every single year <laughs> yeah. for bringing in those 16 and 17 year olds. Um, and so we were like, we've got to figure out how we can connect with this audience. So in six short weeks, we, we um, put together virtual summer experience camp, which proved to be just as awesome of an experience and making those connections um, with uh, teenagers and with and them with each other, and learning about mobility and a little bit of leadership skills, which is the same goals we have for our, our summer camp. So, of course, we did one, and the pandemic continued, and how are we going to reimagine ourselves? Uh, we were serving clients. Uh, we changed a little bit from um, just do, serving clients on property to some in their home areas, and we shut back down again, and we always had this idea of, is there ever an opportunity to do a winter camp? But we know that's quite challenging, right, with uh, with kids' schedules and snow. Snow. Yeah. <laughs> snow. snow. Right? We'd like to be outside when we think camp. Yeah. Um, 
So we, uh, our team got really creative and pulled out TOM Talks, which is TOM stands for Technology Orientation and Mobility, and uh, a similar concept, but just we've taken it to the next level with a little bit older crowd, a little more um, seminar-ish, um, and, and a, a bit more professional. So it's totally safe to say that the O&M department is not just orientation and mobility. It's called extended services is the whole department for a reason because they're providing the white cane training, which is that orientation and mobility. Now they're now providing summer experience camp in person and virtual, which is two different programs. Um, and then Tom Talks, which is happening typically in January, kind of those winter months. And for that older audience, not to mention you guys are responsible for all of the technology, which LeaderDog is... Um, always staying ahead on technology, we incorporate accessible GPS into our guide dog travel and into a lot of our um, mobility at Leader Dog. So Erica and her team cover a lot of different programs and a lot of different services, and they are only a team currently of four. So <laughs> out of those four individuals, you serve on average how many clients a year? Uh, uh, about, at this point, about 100 yeah. clients a year. I mean, Give or take a few, you know, the pandemic and, and that kind of stuff. But for O&M, about 100. Um, in summer camp, our, our maximum capacity is 24. And generally, we're between 20 and 24 every single summer. Um, Tom Talks and, um, you know, virtual camp are kind of limitless when it comes to that. But we are averaging group sizes between 10 and 20, which is nice and intimate to really get to know people and connect. Um I'd be remiss if I also didn't share about our professional seminar for other O&M oh instructors. Yes. Um, so we bring in once a year other orientation and mobility specialists from around the U.S. and help to upskill them on preparing clients for working for working with clients who have guide dogs or who are interested in guide dog travel. It's just such a small niche market in our field that it takes some extra training. There's like one chapter in two huge volumes of our <laughs> foundational books that just gives a little glimpse into it. So that is super impactful um, to our team to reach out to others to connect in that way and continue to spread the education. Yeah, that is amazing. And Timothy, I know you've talked about this before, but those white cane skills, that orientation mobility training, it's something you have to have. It's the foundation um, for it. Because, yes. Timothy, you've talked about how you had to practice. Got to practice. And you never know if you're going to get in a situation with your dog that you can't determine what she's doing. So you got to get that cane out because you can explore more with that cane. It's telling you what's in front of you. And I've had some incidents where I'm glad I had a cane along with me. So you got to have that cane skill. Absolutely. And I'm curious. Well, I'm not curious because I know, but I'm sure other people are curious. <laughs> um, what is the difference between how we do orientation mobility at Leader Dog versus most other organizations that provide that white cane training? Because we're a little unique in that way. We are very unique in our service delivery approach is, is what really sets us apart from the way that orientation and mobility is delivered anywhere else. So um, we our model is that we work with clients in a, a condensed or in an immersive uh, model. So we're working with clients one-on-one -on -one 
as traditional O&M is provided, but in a five-day period um, and just building on those uh, foundational skills step by step by step. So what you learn in one lesson continues to carry on into the next and like building blocks, if you will, or stepping stones that overlap a little bit. Um, in the traditional setting, orientation and mobility instructors are uh, what we would we call itinerant, so they're covering a large area um, and visiting clients in their home area or their home school um, and working with them maybe an hour every couple of weeks, maybe an hour a month. So that um, foundation doesn't build necessarily as quickly. We all know we learn best with repetition, right? And a continued sequence of rec repetition. And at Leader Dog, we like isolate just working on orientation and mobility in that uh, sequestered, I guess, is my best word I can think of right now. Uh, it, so we're just thinking about only that. We're trying to alleviate any other concerns or worries. Yeah. And our clients need good walking shoes because I yes, know I've seen yes. them and they do a lot of walking that week because you're constantly practicing, which is great. Yeah, we're going to take it as far as, you know, somebody can. So, you know, the, the more stamina, physical stamina that someone has, likely the further we're going to get with their progress. But you know, some people learn things um, in, a, in a different way, too, and can mentally absorb without as many repetitions. So it really varies from, from person to person, and we're going to meet them where they're at. And I always think it's just such a cool program because, again, we, we know it's difficult to find services in general and orientation and mobility. And a lot of, you know, state programs or different agencies provide that itinerant model. So you're only getting an hour here or there, which is still wonderful services, to be clear. Those are still absolutely great. We want to to partner with that. So ideally, if you are receiving services with your state, um, you can still come to us. It's mm -hmm. not going to impact those hours that you're getting through the state. So it's a great idea Come to Lead a Dirt Dog, build on those skills in one kind of intense week that's completely individualized for what you need, um, and then go home and continue getting those services through your state yeah. or whoever. So I'm curious. Um, let's say I don't want a guide dog. Can I still go yes. for O&M and white cane training? Yes, you can still come to Leader Dog. So first, when our program was born, it was born out of necessity because we had uh, clients applying to our guide dog program that didn't have the orientation and mobility skills. Um, and we were turning them away to contact someone in their home area. And then they were on wait lists for a long time. Um, or we weren't seeing them come back to us. And when we did a little deeper dive, we, we found out why it was, you know, there was an unmet need out there. So Leader Dogs started with those clients that wanted to turn around to guide dog travel, but then we found out that, of course, there's greater need out there. So we're going to open up our doors to, to folks that if they just want their cane skills, we'll do that too. That's totally okay. I can't remember. Timothy, were you interested in a guide dog when you came for O&M or not? When I first got there, Leslie, I, I had no idea about getting a guide dog. I, when I got there, I just wanted the O&M training. And while I was there, I saw what those dogs were doing with the clients that were there and I'm going man that's that's fascinating what they're doing so 
I think the last day I was there, I was allowed to try out a guide dog for about 30, 40 minutes. And once I got a hold of that, I go, I want one of the, where do I get the keys and I want the pink slip. And so I wanted that dog and they said, no, we can't do that. So uh, that's when I decided <laughs> yes. to come back and get me a guide dog. Yeah. And there's some people that can't take care of a dog. So this is a great way. Just don't want to, one. Yeah. Right. The fur, the, the poop, as we've talked about before. <laughs> there are a yeah. lot of work, but I always find it so fun. Yeah. When clients come in, they're like, I don't want a guide dog. I have no desire to get a guide dog. And then sometimes when you're there, like you were just saying, Timothy, you're seeing how smooth they travel sometimes. And you start to think, well, maybe I, maybe I could do that, you know? Um, so many times clients do come to us and they're not interested in a guide dog at all, which again, totally fine. There is zero pressure to get a guide dog. But once they're there and around them and kind of see and learn more about, the, you know, realistic expectations of them, many times clients do decide they want to come back for a guide dog. And that's cool too. We'll help them reach that goal. Um, but our O&M program is just, it's so unique and it's its such a fun um, thing. But what would you say, Erica, you know, you've been doing this for a very long time. What is your favorite part of teaching orientation mobility? Oh, uh, my favorite part of teaching orientation and mobility is definitely getting to know each client and helping them to achieve their goals. But I love to see that aha moment when it really just something that we're exchanging information on just all of a sudden clicks for the client. Um, and I love to create that distance in between me as the instructor and the client to help get them ready for going home and that independent travel. I have personally a little bit of a hard time doing that because I enjoy the company of our clients so much and chatting away with them. <laughs> um, so sometimes the distance is created by... Um, so that I don't chat as much. <laughs> Focus on the training. Yes. <laughs> but also, you know, in the end, when our clients go home at the end of the week, it's our, you know, like role to, to give them that like preparedness for that. I always hear from our clients, whether they're working with me or any of our other instructors, I hear Leslie talking in my ear still, uh, you know, two weeks after I've gone home. Yes. I still got that problem. I still have that problem. I, You're I welcome, know, I think, is yep. what we're looking for here. <laughs> I, so just to really break it down, because again, like I said, even my husband sometimes has no idea what orientation and mobility is and hears me talk about it all the time. But so as an O&M instructor, we're taking clients out. Um, on the streets, we're teaching them how to travel on a sidewalk. We're teaching them how to find a curb at an intersection. We're teaching them how to cross streets. We're teaching them how to navigate, how to get from point A to point B and remember kind of where you're at within that map. We're teaching basic skills of opening and folding a cane, of going up and down stairs, going through doorways, getting in cars. I mean, you name it, we are going over it during this program. Um, and so when Erica's talking about like the distance, we are, we're right along there with you. So we're walking. And so many times at the beginning of the week, like Erica mentioned, we're right up next to the client and we're, we're right there. We're stopping at curves with them. But then our goal is by the end of the week on Friday that we can be across the street or maybe say, you know what, go ahead and get started. I'll meet you out there because we want our clients to 
to travel as if we're not there, right? So they're going to go home. They're not going to have an O&M instructor following five feet behind them. Um, so we're really building that confidence throughout that week. And we're starting slow, but gradually kind of like spacing ourselves out. And Erica's spot on. It's hard to do as an O&M instructor because you get... It's so much fun, right? Being an O&M instructor, we're out walking, we're going into shops and practicing, we're going to the grocery store, we're doing all these fun things that at zero point does our job ever feel like a job, I feel like. Um, And so especially when you're having such a good time with clients, it is hard to kind of separate. And as Timothy, you've mentioned before, you know, you know, when you're having a good time, and then you know, when it's time to work during the O&M program. So what's the difference between Leader Dogs program O&M than another O&M program? Sure. I Again, it's really about that service delivery. It's just the, the condensed format in which we provide that service and the quickness, I guess, of really getting those skills ingrained in what you do. Absolutely. And just a reminder to everybody, this program is completely free, just like all of our other programs at Leader Dog. Um, including airfare. So we do fly people in from all over the U.S. and Canada to receive this training. It's one week long, typically on our campus in Rochester Hills, um, and ends up being between 25 and 30 hours of direct instruction. So we spend a lot of time together. A lot of time together. (laughs) We exchange family stories. I mean, and at the end of the week, sometimes there are tears, right? Like, oh my gosh, I've learned so much and really we learn as much from our clients as we're able to give to them. And that's another rewarding experience. I could tell you, you know, a million times over why orientation and mobility is such an awesome profession. Absolutely. So if you're thinking about going in the field and want to talk about it, Eric and I could talk O&M all day. And or if you're thinking about maybe it is time that I pick up a white cane, maybe I have noticed I'm missing some steps here and there or running into some walls or doorways and things like that. Maybe it's time. So give us a call. We're happy to talk through all of those questions that you may have. It's a wonderful program. You can tell both Eric and I and everybody at Leader Dog are very passionate about what we do. Um, and how we do it at Leader Dog. So thank you, Erica, for being here today and sharing all of your amazing knowledge with us. We certainly appreciate it. And thank you so much to our listeners for listening to the Taking the Lead podcast. I'm Leslie Hoskins with hosts Timothy Cunio and Christina Hefner. We hope you enjoyed learning more about the Orientation and Mobility Program and celebrating our 20 years of O&M at Leader Dog. Please join us next week as we continue to dive into the world of blindness. And if you like today's podcast, make sure to hit subscribe and check us out wherever podcasts stream. And you can email us if you have any questions, ideas, or if you're looking to get more information, you can also send us an email here too at takingthelead at leaderdog.org.